Hello everyone and welcome to Femininity by Rachel V. I am your host, Rachel V, and I am a femininity embodiment expert and coach. This podcast was created to offer a safe place for women to express themselves, learn, master, and protect their feminine aura. My focus is feminine energy, but I do invite masculine energies and voices to be a part of the conversation. I mean, let's face it, masculine and feminine energies need each other. During this podcast, you will be entertained and schooled by myself and hand-picked guests. I believe it's my God's given gift to the world to show women how to operate highly in their feminine frequency. I hope you enjoy yourself here in this captivating atmosphere I've created for you and for me. Welcome to Femininity by Rachel V. Hello, fam, and welcome back to Femininity by Rachel V. I am your host, Rachel V, and tonight... We are going to be talking about how I became a feminine goddess and how you can too. If you are new to the podcast and you have not already subscribed to the podcast, please take a second and subscribe. Also, FEMS, it really helps if you guys leave comments, um, you know, your feedback about the episodes. It really helps support the uh, channel and it really helps grow the podcast. And make sure you guys share it with a family member, friend, if you feel like someone needs all of the feminine energy that we are pouring into our community. I want to first start off by saying last week's episode, if you guys have not already taken a look at the episode or if you have not already listen to the episode, please go and listen to it. It's called Pussy Power. I love that episode so much. Um, Two of my friends was able to have a conversation with me during the taping of that podcast. And it was so much fun. Um, I just want to hop right into um, uh, becoming a feminine goddess, um, our topic tonight. I happen to believe in my heart that I am a feminine goddess. And I think that every woman has the quality to be a feminine goddess. Um, One of the things I used to ask myself when I was by myself, um, I would ask myself, you know, how I was feeling in that present moment. And I think it's really important for us as women and just human beings for us to be present in the present moment, not necessarily thinking about things that has happened to us in the past, because we do know that those things mold us, but thinking about things that we are doing in the present moment. We can't stay stuck in the past and we can't spend too much time daydreaming in the future. All we have to really focus on is our present moments. So on my journey to becoming a feminine goddess, um, I love the way that word sounds, (laughs) on my way 
in my journey to becoming a feminine goddess, I had to sit and ask myself how I was feeling in, in those moments. And when you ask yourself that, it makes you, it basically forces you to look at yourself. It makes you look at, look at yourself in the mirror and say, am I happy with myself at present day? And when I would do that, I would say, you know, I would basically write down the things that I was not happy with in my life, but also in the same breath, I would write down the things that I was happy with in life. And I will say it was more things that I was happy with in my life than things that I wasn't happy with in my life. You guys know I talk about it openly about, um, you know, me being in a very long, long, long marriage and how that pretty much ended. But that's where my journey um, pretty much my feminine journey pretty much became like a real thing for me. I've always known that I was a super feminine woman. But I wanted to really master my energy and really master the way things were going. I wanted to manifest more. I wanted to, you know, feel better about myself. So I just want to kind of, I just want us to kind of walk through some of the things that you can do to become this feminine goddess. So we asked yourself how you are feeling and you have to be really honest with yourself. How are you feeling in that present moment? Do you feel confident? Do you feel lazy? Do you feel productive? Do you feel overworked? Do you feel underworked? Do you feel healthy? And when you ask yourself these questions, I want you to give yourself some answers, like some really truthful answers. If you can say no to any of these things, this is your opportunity to really fix those things. Because when we start talking about like inviting energies and different people in our lives, we have to expect the best from ourselves first. I always say this. So if you say to yourself, okay, I'm great in all these other areas, but I don't feel healthy and I feel tired. If you feel that way, Figure out what you can do in your life to change certain things in your diet or, you know, you can change about your schedule where you can get a good amount of rest and you feel like, you know, you feel healthy. Are you exercising enough? Are you not exercising enough or are you just not exercising at all? Like these are things that you can improve dramatically. Um, to becoming a feminine goddess, because let's face it, being feminine is just you really about improving yourself as a woman. Like we can't look to the left and we can't look to the right. It starts right here with who you are as a woman. Why not? <laughs> so I want you guys to also then ask yourself, you know, how can I make these immediate changes? What do I need to do to make these immediate changes in my life with the things that I'm not happy with? Then also, once you tackle the things that you're not happy with, I want you ladies to start looking at the things that you are happy with and start to 
really build those things up. Like if you're happy with work, put energy into work. If you're happy with your relationship, okay, put energy into your relationship. If you are happy with your social circle, you know, things like that, find more activities that you can do with your girlfriends and, you know, go out with, you know, whoever friends, whatever friends you got going on, whatever you can do to make those things, you know, even more um, enjoyable, do that. You know, I think we spend a lot of time um, focusing on the wrongs, but also we have to spend a lot of time focusing on the things that we do have right in our lives and is going right in our lives. I hope this is making sense to you, ladies. Um, the next thing, let's see, let's see. I wrote down a couple of notes because I didn't want to forget anything. Okay. So the next thing to being a feminine goddess is like having balance, having balance and paying attention to what makes you feel a certain way. And what I mean by that is what makes you feel stressed? What makes you feel happy? What makes you feel sad? Things that make you feel incomplete, anything that gives you a feeling of like anxiety or not feeling sure, those things you have to pay attention to and you have to get rid of out of your life. Um, it could be anything like, let's see an example. It can be something like a pet. I know that sounds crazy, but I was talking to one of my um, clients and she was telling me that she had gotten rid of her dog. And I asked her, how long did you have this dog? And she was like, like a year and a half. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's enough time to, you know, form an attachment to a dog. So she was like, yeah, but the dog just kept peeing in my kitchen and the dog kept like pooping everywhere. It was just like, I was really frustrated. And she said that she was unhappy and she got tired of coming home and her house smelling like nothing that she wanted it to smell like. So when she told me that I understood and she was like, you know, I had to get rid of my dog. Now I come home. My home smells fresh. It smells good. It smells amazing. I don't have to have a, any surprises of like if the dog pooped in my in my kitchen or if I got to clean up something when I get home from work. And I completely understood her. So if you guys can understand that, um, you know, point of view, you guys can understand anything else. Whether it be a, a relationship or, you know, a project, anything that's not like no longer serving you as a woman or just no longer making you happy. Unfortunately, you have to find a way to part ways from that situation or whatever it is that's not making you feel great. I know sometimes change can be so annoying but also change can be really, really good. Like I happen to think that I am really good at changes, um, not setting changes, but changes. I'm, I'm really good at adapting to change. And I think that we should practice knowing that things are going to change in life. You're going to go through so many different changes and you have to be OK with letting go and OK with making those changes 
it's the best skill, life skill that you can practice for yourself and you can teach yourself. I'm telling you. One of the things that I love to do is to create a romantic environment. I cannot tell you ladies how important it is to create a romantic environment in everything that you see. I am like this and that helps me stay within my feminine energy, my feminine aura. And that can be like your bathroom. Like even if you have to take the time to redecorate your whole entire home, having a certain type of aesthetic and environment, it really helps your mental and it really helps you really get into the mind frame of being a feminine goddess down to the smells, down to how clean things can be. I feel like clean, 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 clean. When you don't have like a cluttered space, and I talked about this maybe like my podcast before, when you have a cluttered space, it's kind of hard for you to concentrate. So I practice cleaning up a space every single day. Like if I use my bathroom every day, I have to take time to straighten up my bathroom every single day. Because when I wake up in the morning, I like to feel good about brushing my teeth, combing my hair, doing my skincare regimen. Like I want to feel happy about all of those things. And when my bathroom is really clean and nice and neat, my, my, my sink looks really nice and clean. And, you know, you don't see any like toothpaste stains in there. That really, really helps your mindset. It really does. I know it sounds crazy, but it really does. Oh, my phone is on. Do not disturb. Hold on. Another way that you can really like make your environments like really romantic, really feminine is your bedroom. Your bedroom shall always smell divine. When I say divine, it shall always smell divine. It should smell like you have just stepped in the most fabulous hotel. Like, cause why should we wait until we go to nice, beautiful places to feel good or to have an experience. You want to create these experiences within your own home. I spend a lot of time in my bedroom. I spend a lot of time sitting on my bed, writing in my journal. Like, ladies, you see this journal? Like, this is like key to my heart. I pour all of my thoughts and the way I feel And I like to sit in my room. So my room, my sheets, my bed has to be made a certain way. Um, I like candles. I like the pictures in my room. I have mirrored furniture everywhere. So I I make sure I Windex those things down because I don't want to see like fingerprints. I have really beautiful crystals that I feed energy off of. They feed energy off of me. So my bedroom looks like a hotel and I really, really like just coming home and just being in my room. Like it makes me feel really, really good. Same thing with like my sitting area behind me. You ladies know sometimes I film my podcast um, at home. So, you know, just coming home and looking at my things and seeing my things like look so beautiful and pretty. 
that makes me feel good and it makes me feel extra feminine. So if you have an area in your home that you keep walking by and it looks like cluttered and you just want to clear that space, clear the space, organize your things, organize your kitchen, make every part of your world romantic and feminine. I'm telling you, you guys will thank me later. Same thing with your workspace. If you work at home, make sure your workspace is pretty and, you know, it's nice and neat and together. Also, buy yourself flowers. I say this all the time. I buy myself flowers for the kitchen. I buy myself flowers for my living room, my sitting room, my bedroom, my bathroom. I go to Whole Foods and I clean up because I love the smell of flowers. I love looking at flowers. I buy my daughter flowers. The only person that I don't buy flowers for is my son because he can care less. But also buy candles and, you know, get like scented oils and things like that. Find you a nice diffuser that you can just kind of have these aromas throughout your home and it will make you feel so so much better. I mean, so feminine, so girly, so amazing. Oh my God. Um, the next thing you guys can do to make you feel like a goddess, a feminine goddess, and these are things that I've done. Make sure you take yourself on a shopping spree. Get rid of anything that has like a hole in it that may have like I don't know, bleach stain on it, anything that doesn't represent who you see yourself as or who you see yourself becoming. Just get rid of it. Anything that has like a linty ball kind of thing on it or it just doesn't feel good in how you want to represent yourself. I just want to say this too. Whoever you was in the past, that's fine. You could be that person in the past. If you were the type of person that just wore uh, sporty clothes all the time and now you want to wear more sexier clothes, do it. You can rewrite your life and anything that you want, you can do it over. It does not matter. Like you don't have to put yourself in a box. Um, I have days where I just wear you know, sporty clothes and, you know, I just want to have on something loose, not to fit it. But I'm telling you, when I step outside, it's going to look good. That's just how I feel. Like I want to go outside and I always want to look good, whether I'm going to the bank, to the supermarket, trust and believe that Adidas sweatsuit that I have on is going to be nice and crispy. It's not going to have a hole in it. It's not going to have a stain on it. It's just how I feel about myself. And I am a feminine goddess. So I am going to make sure that I look good. I tell my kids this. I tell anybody around me, do not go outside in anything that you do not want anybody, your worst enemy to catch you in. Okay. <laughs> So let's just let's 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 put that out there. I just want to make sure you guys, you films know that you know how you are your best rep- representation of yourself. So how you represent yourself, you need to pay attention to it. That's that's how I feel. You know, um, that goes along with like buying yourself nice lingerie and scents. Lingerie and scents. Now me, I can't wear a lot of scents because when I had my son. Um, that really messed up my um, senses. Like my 
smell. I smell everything and it kind of does something to my stomach. So when I do buy a scent, it has to be such a light fake fragrance, but I really only wear two scents um, and they, they don't bother me. So I don't buy a lot of scents, but oh, baby, I buy a ton of lingerie and I buy that. I buy it for myself. You don't everything that I'm telling you guys, I just want you guys to know you found to know that this is about you. Hold on. Everything that I'm sharing with you guys, you films, everything that I'm sharing with you films is for you. It's not to get the attention of a man. It's not to impress anyone. This is for you. It's for your personal development, your personal goals for you as a person, because at the end of the day, we have ourselves to make ourselves happy. We have to make ourselves a goal. Our happiness has to be a goal because anyone can come into your life and they can, you know, fill in fillers and fill in certain areas and things like that. But it's all of this happiness, everything that we're doing, everything that we talk about, it should be for you. Okay. I just want to put that out there. All right. So the next thing um, I always talk about this and this makes me feel like a feminine goddess. I plan perfect dates for myself. I know how I like dates to go. I know what I like to eat. I know how I like to look. I know how I like my hair to look. I know what song I like to play on my way to the restaurant. So (laughs) if you ladies can take yourself on as many dates as you can, play those dates out, plan those dates out, like take yourself on as many dates as you can learn to be by yourself and learn to enjoy your own company. It is the best feeling in the world. Like you don't have to worry about somebody watching you take pictures for your social media account or anything like that. Like, don't get me wrong. Going out on a date with like a guy or friends, it is nice, but really taking yourself out on a date it really is like the most liberating feeling ever. It's It goes along with like your self-care and really building your self-confidence because when I go out by myself, I feel so good. Like I feel so good. Like I get to pick where I want to go. You know, I get to be around the scenery that I want to be around And it's not in intentions of like meeting people or anything like that. Sometimes you just want to go and just do something for yourself. And why not date yourself? If you're not in a relationship, it's the best thing ever. And I mean, even if you are in a relationship, you still want to do things for yourself. And it doesn't have to be dinner. It could be going to a bookstore, buying like you guys I always say romanticize every area in your life. Like I said, whether it's going to a bookstore or it's going to the movies or whether you're going to dinner or just going just shopping, make it a make it completely about you and the experience that you want to have. It feels so good. It just really feels amazing. 
Okay, so we are going to go over some question that you questions that you films have um, left in our community, and let's go over that really quick. Let's see here. Hold on. Okay, so one of my questions was from my femme, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. How do you suggest established women secure their finances and assets prior to marrying? Or do you suggest it? Okay, this is a very important question. And I just want to say thank you, Lisa, for participating in the podcast. And yes, it is important for us to um, secure our finances. You want to make sure that you have certain, you have wills, um, life insurance policies, um, even the way you structure your business, you should be, this is going to be a really deep conversation. So I'm just going to kind of like give you guys the gist of things, but whatever you have, Prior to getting in a relationship or getting married, you should just want to make sure that you secure those things where it is not interrupted when if anything was to happen throughout the relationship. Now, whatever you guys do when you uh, enter a partnership with someone and you guys are building together, that's fine build together. But whatever you came with, you want to make sure that that is yours when you go. And we just never know what's going to happen in life. We never know what kind of changes are going to occur. And it's just smart for women to really have their own. Like I say this a lot. I get this a lot. I know a lot of women want to have a high value guy or man or date. But I feel like sometimes we don't necessarily know what that means. And let me just give you guys a run through of what that means. Most of the time when you date a high value man, it's, it's, you pretty much have to be on call. Like, and I don't want to say literally be on call, but You can't be too busy. You have to be available for this person. So I want you women to stop and think about when you say you want to date a rich guy, you also have to make sure you are secure. So how are you going to make sure that you are secure if you have to be available for this person? I just want to put that out there. Um, We should always be focused on securing ourselves first. Having security for yourself before you get into a relationship or any kind of relationship is so important because you do not know what's going to happen if that relationship dissolves. You do not know what's going to happen if you no longer have that person. So why not make sure you are secure first? I'm just putting it out there. I've always worked. I'm always going to work. I'm always going to make sure I have something for myself prior to me getting in a relationship. I'm going to make sure that all of my things are covered um, prior before getting into a relationship. And also, I am going to have outside of my relationship something going on. It's going to continue. My dog is barking. Do you guys hear cookie? Because I hear cookie. (laughs) 
Um, so I just want to put that out there. Feminine goddesses have their own thing going on. It's nothing wrong with that. Um, also Lisa, what app do you use to make your amazing reels? I use Instagram. That's how I make my reels. (laughs) Instagram is like the easiest thing that you can do to make a reel. I love um, using Instagram. I do have this other app that I use. It's called Snap, I think. Um, And I like to use that one also. Let me see. I think it's called Snap. No, it's called Slice. I use an app called Slice. Basically, that lets you slow up your videos, slow them down. You know, thing you can do different things with that. But nine times out of ten, I'm using Instagram for my reels. Um, I like real quick, easy. Thank you, girlfriend, for letting me know that you like them. I appreciate that. Okay, so let's move along to um, the next question. How do you ha- how do you handle your significant other communicating with the opposite sex on social media? I will be the first to tell you that I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if the person that I am seeing or I'm in a relationship with is communicating with um, people on social media. I'm just I guess I'm a super secure person. So that does not bother me. Now, if I think that you are being a little too um, like, you know, misleading, um, like uh, let's say um, like if a person say, you're sexy, you know, I want to go out with you, you know, this and that. You're like, you think I'm sexy? Oh, I think you're sexy too. So if it's something like that, then that will annoy me. Like, come on now, like stop it. But if I'm dating someone that is like a public speaker, let's just say a public speaker or someone that does coaching or anything like that, I am going to expect them to have conversations with the opposite sex. Like it's nothing that you really can do about that. You just have to make sure you're picking someone that fits in your standards of a relationship and how they communicate with others. That does not bother me. Can you give tips on going vegan? I just gave up pork already. Okay, so going going vegan is a strategy. Um, when me and my sister went vegan, we actually just did it cold turkey. And that, that shit was hard. <laughs> I'm not even going front. It was hard. Like, because I didn't know what I was doing. I just did it and was like, I ain't eating no meat, no nothing, no this, no that. So it was really hard, but I'm going to tell you a good way to go vegan. Hold on. The best way to go vegan is have a strategy. You want to start slowly but surely taking things out of your diet. I wouldn't suggest anyone go cold turkey. You want to start slowing yourself down. Also, you want to get like a vegan, um, some type of recipes, anything that you can start learning how to cook and learning how to prepare your meals because you have to have your meals on deck when you're vegan. It is hard and you really have to meal prep like nobody's business. You have to have like your chickpeas ready. You have to have your beans ready because that's what I eat. A lot of beans. I eat a lot of, you know, just different things like plant, you know, like um, collard greens. I eat a ton of collard greens, spinach, 
juices, juicing, stuff like that. It is hard. And for a little while, I have been eating a fish because I have been working out. But as soon as I get down to my goal weight, I am going back to a complete vegan diet because I really like being vegan and I don't like the stress of worrying about what um, what is in different types of fishes or any mercuries, all of those things. I am just going back as soon as I hit my goal weight. So another, I hope that answered your question. Another question, what are some ways you keep your life balance and peace? If you know me, if you know Rachel V, you know that she does not play about her peace. I don't play about my balance either. I will try to work on something, but if it is not working out, it is not working out. One of the things that I keep my peace is I don't do any arguing. I don't do any arguing. I am not going to argue with you. I am going to give you your space. I'm going to give you some days. I am going to give you some time. I'm going to do all of those things, but I am not arguing because I've said this on my podcast before. I don't have a middle. It's either I'm really, really nice or I am going all the way gangster on you. (laughs) That is me. So to protect my peace and not have me go all the way left, I don't do any arguing. That's one way I keep my peace. The next thing I do or the next way I keep my peace is I do not invite negativity in my day to day. I don't want to hear about a shooting. I don't want to hear about a crash. I just don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about anything negative or bad. I know it's kind of like, but I live in a bubble and I just don't want to hear anything bad. If it's not someone that I am close to or someone I can't reach out and call or touch, I cannot listen to it. It is so many things that happen in the world that I cannot consume those things because I'm an empath. So a lot I a lot of times I internalize a lot of things. So I cannot have that stuff in my psyche. Call me crazy, but that's how I protect my energy. That's how I protect my peace. As far as balance, having balance, it can be really, really difficult. Um, the perfect way or an example I can tell you to try to keep your um, your feminine balance is to not deviate away from your routine. Whatever your routine is, whatever you create for yourself, whether you wake up, make your bed, do your facial, um, you know, your self-care, your skincare, you know, brushing your teeth, cleaning your bathroom, working out day to day, writing things in your writing things out in your journal, reading it every day. That's how you're able to keep your balance by not going off of your routine. Whatever that is you create for yourself, whatever routine you create for yourself, that's how you're able to keep balance because we're all human. We're all going to sometimes get off balance and get off track, but you just have to reel yourself back in and say, you know what, let me, or if you don't have a routine, this is a, a good time to set a routine for yourself so that you can have balance because that's what life is all about. You have to have balance. You can't have too much of this 
too much of that, not enough of this, not enough of that. So that's the best way I can tell you to keep balance and peace in your life. Okay, so someone, okay, so, oh my God, so excited. Okay, hello. By the way, I am Shanika from Miami, and my topic is how can I keep a balanced feminine energy when you have a lot on your plate? I see you and Aunt Robin doing doing your thing so I can, so I so I know I can. Like I'm trying to start a business, working, taking care of two preteens, trying to finish school sometimes if I feel really masculine. Okay. It's okay to feel masculine and it's okay to have a lot going on. I have a new podcast coming up and we're going to talk about masculine, dark, feminine energy. You can't get rid of your masculine side, you know, you just don't want to have too much of it. And it's okay to have a little bit of it because that's how we get things done as women. We still have to get things done for ourselves, but also practice being soft. Um, this question was kind of like the same thing um, as I answered before. Setting up a routine for yourself, writing things down as much as possible, Attacking your goals, you know, whatever you have on your checklist for yourself for the month or for the week, just make sure that you're getting those things done because at the end of the day, we only have us to make ourselves happy. Those kids not going to take care of themselves. (laughs) We got to do it, but we can still be feminine too. And it's okay to have masculine energy. That's how we get the things done. That's where our pit bull comes out of us. From time to time, my pit bull do show up and I be needing her sometimes. (laughs) Okay, so someone says, hey, Rachel, I have a few questions. I love your style. It's sexy, but still classy. How do you create the balance? So um, you guys, I love my style. I, I happen to love my style. Today, I have on this really sexy bra top with some baggy pants. Um, if you guys can see it, I'm going to stand up real quick. The way I implement my style is not too much and not too little. And all that means is I'm not going to show too much of one thing and I'm not going to show too less of one thing. Okay. So if I have on a blazer and I have, okay, let's just say I have on a, a pants, a, um, a, a suit, and it comes with a jacket and um, pants. I like my blazers and my pants oversized. I love that look on me because I do like masculine and I like feminine. I'm just more of the feminine side. So you will get a peak of uh, masculine in my um in my style. So if I have on like a pantsuit, I am going to most likely pair that pantsuit with a bra top or a bantu top or even a bikini or a bikini top. Something really sexy to balance out the super masculine suit, if that makes sense. If I have on a skirt, um, that's like covering everything because I like that. I'm going to have a slit in that skirt. It's going to be something, some peak 
of femininity in that. But I'm not going to be somewhere naked because I don't like that look. That look does not look good on me. Probably because I have boobs, I have um, legs, I have thighs, I have butt, I have hips. So I don't want to walk around subjecting myself to a certain kind of um, attention. So creating a balance with my personal style is always going to have feminine and masculine mixed in. And depending on if I'm going to dinner, I might just do all feminine, but it's going to be done in the most classiest way that I'm not going to do like the um, club girl kind of look. Now, I don't think anything is wrong with that. It's just not for me, you know? Another example of my style is I love statements. I think statements are so nice, like a hat or belt or shoe, anything that's a statement or like, I love skin. I love zebra prints. I love snake skins. I love furs. I love all of those things. So I like to add just one nice statement piece to my outfit. That's what I like. So pretty much just making sure that my personal style has a balance of statement, feminine and masculine. That's pretty much how I dress. So I hope that answered your question. Okay. Okay. So someone wanted to know what are some things that you stopped or changed when you decided that you needed to change? Okay. All right. So I stopped a lot of stuff, (laughs) y'all. One of the things I had to stop doing was being a victim. I am too strong of a woman to be a victim. I kept having things and situations happen to me. And I was like, oh my God, so-and-so and this and that. And I one day said, fuck that. I am not a victim. I have to stop and look at what I did and what part I played in that situation and how that shit would never happen to me again. That's one of the things I had to change. Like, I am not a victim. I am not blaming. I'm not doing it. Also, like self-sabotaging. I used to do that a lot. I didn't realize I did that a lot. Like when I would say I'm going to the gym and I would lay my little self in the bed until I didn't have time to go to the gym. That was like self-sabotaging. Like, Girl, you know, you have an hour before you have to be to work. Why are you laying in the bed, like looking at your phone? Like, stop it. It's because I I went through a phase where I didn't feel like it. Like I would just make up an excuse like, oh, I didn't have time or, you know, whatever. And that's like a form of like self-sabotaging, like stop it, like stop it. It was things that I wanted to change and I saw and I was like, come on. Like, I'm going to tell you guys. I gained weight and I wasn't doing anything about it. I was just kind of like, oh, I can't wait, you know, I'll do the cute way of like working out or I'll just, you know, watch what I'm eating. But I know firsthand someone that has been working out since she has been in her 20s. You have they go hand in hand, the diet and the working out. Only thing that that diet is going to do is help you not gain a bunch of bunch more weight. But I was really playing around with myself. Now, oh my God, I work out at least six times a week, at least six times a week, unless I'm working 
in uh, Baltimore because you girls know I do hair. But um, if I'm working, I only get to work out like three days a week, which is fine. You know, it's not a big deal. Like I'm definitely watching what I eat while I'm working. But, um, you know, I feel really, really great about myself. Like, girls, like working out makes you so strong. It makes you so confident. It makes you just feel like, oh my God, I just got into this dress I couldn't fit a while ago. And let me tell you guys another thing that was bothering me. I couldn't believe I was really bothered. I had a little double chin and I don't have that thing no more. Look, I feel like Rachel. Like today when I was filming this um, episode and I was kind of like getting ready and I was getting ready to start filming and just kind of filming like my, um, you know, promo stuff for it. I saw myself and I was like, there she is. There's Rachel V. Where have you been, girl? <laughs> like today I saw myself and I was like, oh, girl, you looking good. So, yeah, those are some of the things that, you know, I needed to change and I needed to stop. Like, I really missed having a certain kind of body. Um, I like, you know, all of this to look nice and toned. I miss just looking toned and, you know, feeling good and having energy and just really, you know, being able to, like, get up and feel refreshed and feel good and just, you know, just feel great about myself. So those are some of the things that I had to change. Another thing I had to change um, in my life was, um, you know, just really accepting things for what they are. Like, I don't force things. I've never been like that. But more than ever, I just accept things for what they are. I don't care what anybody says about me. I don't care what anyone thinks about me. I just be like, forget it. It just is what it is. Acceptance, accepting myself, accepting where I am, accepting, you know, the way things are or accepting the way someone feels about you that I had to change that because I am not about to drive myself good and crazy. Um. So, yeah, those are some of the things I had to change and to do and to just, you know, Make sure that, you know, I'm doing what I can do, you know, for me. All right. What's another question? I know you've spoken on this before, but how do you move from someone that you thought you you thought was your world? Who even made you felt who even made you felt love like no one else? I still can't shake the connection we had. Um, okay, I have talked about this before. And I just want to say, you know, in life, you gotta be okay with change. I I say this a lot. You have to be okay with change. Whatever you need to do to get yourself to a place in your life and in your mental that you are going to accept change and know that change is always going to be there and it's something that you is inevitable is going to happen. And if we don't change, we can't grow. Now, when you are in love with someone and 
you, I don't, I guess you're saying that you guys have broken up or whatever. I know breakups can, they are not easy. They are actually the most ghetto mess if you let them. I think sometimes um, we have to be okay with our seasons and we have to be okay with people, our experiences, and whether you want to carry it as like a good experience, a bad experience, whatever it is, just look at it as a it was an experience. It was a moment in time in your life where you needed that or you needed to experience that. But if it's over, it's over. And you have to do yourself some good and just say, you know what? I got to let this go. I don't know. Um, why you and that person may not be together anymore or, you know, if you miss that person deeply because, I mean, my God, you are going to miss things about people. You know, I've had relationships that I've had for years, um, friendships I have for years, and sometimes I will reflect on, you know, just different moments I had with those people. But all we can really do is appreciate those moments we had with those people and appreciate them as people and just move on. That's really all you can do. Um, you're going to do yourself a disjustice by staying in the, in, the, in the past. You have to stay in the present and you have to look forward to the future. Um, that's my best advice on that. Someone wanted to know, do you offer mentoring? I do offer mentoring. Um, if you are a lady film that would like to be mentored or you're looking into being mentored by me, Rachel V, you can send me an email at femininitybyrachelv at gmail.com. Um, how do you know, how do you move one from a situation or person that is not good for, for you? Okay. Um, the best way to move on from a situation that is not good for you is you just have to remove yourself. I know it sounds hard and I know it is, um, just, it sounds so simple, but Really, that's really all it is. If you are in a situation where it doesn't feel good and the person is just not good for you, you have to just straight cut it off. And I know that can be difficult for a lot of people, but I just I don't do well with anything toxic, any kind of toxic situation. It'll make me isolate myself from that situation. Um, I've always been this way. And it really does work for me because, you know, if you are trying to like heal past something, it's best for you to just not see it, not see the person, not talk to the person, um, just nothing. Like you just really have to just cold turkey, cut it off and just do things where you are focusing on you and yourself and your healing. Like it's so many things that we can focus on besides being in a relationship or a situation with someone toxic, it, it, especially if you know it's not good for you. Like I cannot express that enough. If you guys are new and you're 
new to this channel, you will understand that, you know, I've been through that. I've been through situations where I had to just straight cold turkey, just, you know, walk away. And it's hard. I'm not saying that it's not hard. You still may love that person. You still may have feelings for that person. But if it is bothering you to the point where you feel like it's a toxic situation, you have to cut that situation off. That's the best thing that I can tell you, because then it's going to start turning into looking like abuse and other things and crying and upset. And who has time for that? No one. How to become confident when you're consistently getting denied by men, jobs, etc. Um, that is a good question. You know, nothing worth having ever comes easily, right? Having confidence is something that you practice every single day. Getting turned down for the job that you thought you were qualified for or you thought that you wanted um, might not be the job for you. And that's how you got to look at it. It's always going to be something better. If you are seeking out men that are denying you or giving you their asticus, I'll say, those men don't deserve you. Um, being confident is about looking inward. Um, and I said this before, it's not about this. This podcast is not about getting a man. This podcast is simply about improving ourselves as women and becoming who we are destined to be. So that question to whatever, whoever filmed asked me that, I want you to really look at yourself in a mirror and look at yourself and say, what can I do to improve me? What can I do to make me happy? What can I do to make me smile every single day? What do I like to do? What do I like to listen to? What do I like to smell? What do I like to eat? How do I like my hair? How do I like my lips to feel? How do I like my skin do, to feel? Do I like hair on my poopoo? Or do I not like hair on my poopoo? Pussy. <laughs> do I like my eyebrows to be thin? Do I like my eyebrows to be thick? Think about everything that you like and do it for yourself. Do you like to vacation? How many times do you want a vacation? What do you do? What do you do or what do you need to do to make the money so that you can take yourself on a vacation? What kind of restaurants do you like? What kind of clothes do you like? Pour everything into yourself. That's how you get more confident. Period. Films, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Femininity by Rachel V. I absolutely cannot wait to put out more content, more videos, because girls, I have some really fire ass episodes coming up. Um, the next couple of weeks, I'm focusing on some men guests because 
men have shown a lot of interest in femininity by Rachel V. And I cannot wait to have um, these guests on the show so we can get their perspective on femininity and femininity energy and, you know, things like that. But I just want to say thank you so much for being here. If you would like to connect with me or if you want to get daily affirmations or you just want to be a part of the Femininity by Rachel V Circle, you can text me at 305-614-1916. Text the word femininity and you will be added to the group. Also, Fems, Femininity by Rachel V has a birthday coming up. Our birthday is August the 20th. Please celebrate with me. I'm going to be having a personal meditation. Um, We are going to be having like a couple different things. And oh, you girls have to make sure you attend the brunch here in Miami. It is going to be September. I'm sorry. One second, girls. Let's get this date. I'm going to put this date out here really quick. September the 17th is the day of the femininity brunch. It's going to be here in Miami. Um, Tickets will be going on sale soon. If you can attend, I would love to see you guys there. We're going to have some really good guests, food, atmosphere, pictures, videos, you name it. Anywho, thank you so much, Fems, for being here. I cannot wait to see you guys next episode. If you guys have not checked out any of the previous episodes, make sure you guys check out uh, Pussy Power. That is like one of my favorite episodes. Until then, I'll see you ladies soon.